Live from the Fortress of Solitude, it's the Docverse Podcast, episode 127, The Chicken Who Ate Milwaukee. I'm your announcer, Saul Morales. In this episode, we've got the GM's toolkit and a random character. And now, before he goes off to save the world again, here's Doc. Hello there, folks. Welcome to episode 127 of our podcast. And I would like to thank Saul Morales for being our guest announcer this week. Saul is one half of Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene, an excellent podcast that you should listen to. I have had a good week. We have finally, finally got a new heating and air system in our house, and the house is toasty warm. It has not been that way for four months, and we are enjoying the hell out of it. It is a balmy 72 degrees in here right now, and I'm totally fine with that because I do not think it got above about 66 degrees the whole time our old heating and air was crapped out. Um, In fact, most nights it got down to probably 60 or maybe even high 50s. So very glad we got the heating and air in. Yes, we are now $21,000 in debt, but you know what? It's worth it, and when we sell the house... In a few years, hopefully, we can tell people, yes, that's almost new heating and air up there. But regardless of that, what I can tell people is that my wonderful, wonderful patrons over on Patreon are just the best folks you ever want to meet. Every month, they pledge a certain amount of hard-earned dollars, and then those dollars come my way, and I am very thankful for it. So right now, let me thank Avis... Peter, Bruce, Lori, James, Kevin, David, Mark, and Marion. You guys are swell. You're great. This podcast will put me ahead two weeks, so hopefully I can get to work on those PDFs I've been meaning to do. And I love you guys. And now, on with the show. Okay, folks, we are going to visit the GM's toolkit again and to be honest I thought I had a clip already prepared um, a segment ready to go and in fact I do not so I am pulling something off the top of my head right here and that is how to keep your players on their toes in the game not just your players but the characters too but most of your players first of all You can introduce a thing or an event or something that's just weird, that makes no sense. Something, perhaps, that comes out of left field and they have to think about, where the hell did this come from? What's going on here? Uh, In my own games in the past, I once had them, as they're walking through the forest, they found a sleeping giant. Now, I'm not talking about a D&D giant who's 20, 30, 40, 60 feet tall. I'm talking about a giant who is 120 feet tall. He's laying flat on his back. He is sound asleep. He's snoring away. But he's been there a while. I mean, they noticed that in his belly button, dirt and stuff had accumulated, and there was small plants growing there. They noticed that his beard was very long, and there were actually little creatures living in there chipmunks and things like that uh he had a a coating of dirt and leaves over him but he was alive and he was asleep 
And wisely, for a change, the characters did not try to wake him up or annoy him or fuck with him or do anything else. But it stuck in their head that that giant was out there because this is not far from their home base. They were just out in the woods looking for some bandits. Eventually, I had them find the bandits. And the bandits were dead. And their bodies were crushed. But there was no real sign of, like, giant footprints or something like this. Something had crushed and killed these bandits. There were like a half a dozen of them. They were all dead. And I just let that set. And they asked me for explanations. They asked me all sorts of things about the giant. Do I know any lore about this giant? Do I know this? Do I know that? No, no, you don't know anything. They went into town. They asked questions. They found out that people had been through that part of the woods many times in the past, and nobody ever said anything about a giant. Then they got asking about these bodies that were crushed and, and mangled the way you would expect if a giant picked somebody up and squeezed them or stepped on them or slapped them, whatever. And one of the sages said, well, you know, it could have been a magical spell. So then they had to figure out what kind of magic spell would do it. Well, what it was, was some mage had been coming through the forest a day or so ahead of them, and he had cast a spear of force around these bandits. And then he collapsed it for just a couple seconds, and then he expanded and dropped their bodies all over. So that's what crushed him. It wasn't the giant. But the giant thing gnawed on him. They had to go on another mission. They were gone for a month. And when they came back, the first thing they wanted to do was go check out this giant. Because it dawned on them that he might have giant-sized loot somewhere on him. And they weren't that smart. They were going to risk waking him up to steal his loot. But all through the month that they were gone, which was actually about three months of playing, uh, they kept thinking about this giant. They kept talking about him. The players would talk about him away from the table. We all went out to dinner one night, and that subject came up, and he talked for 20 minutes about this damn giant. And it tickled my little GM's heart. There are lots of things you can do like that. And they don't need to be big things like giants. You can just have them find something odd. Because as we all know, when players and their characters find something odd, they will stand a very good chance of obsessing over it or wanting to know everything about it. It's the old magical cow or pink rock or it's a, it's a blue egg or whatever. They find it and it's different, so it's got to mean something. And if you as GM have no damned idea or intention of this actually being anything special... You don't need to tell them that. Just smile. Just get a little smirk. Just when they're looking at their character sheets, you can just sort of chuckle a little bit. You don't have to do anything with that pink rock or that supposedly magical cow. They'll figure out something to do with it. And if they come up with something good, if they think, hey, this is the magic rock of, of the mother goddess who lives way to the north, we'll take it to her and maybe she'll give us a, a boon or, or a blessing or something. Well, then you can say, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe take it up there and see what she says. And when they get there, you can either have the mother goddess go, yeah, I don't know anything about a pink rock. Or she can go, oh, my God, it's my pink rock. Thank you so much. Here, have 10 extra hit points. So messing with your characters' heads, messing with your players' heads, uh, by doing little things that's fun, it will provide you with adventure hooks and things like that. Uh, by the way, 
when they went back to check out that giant, he was not there. There was no indication that the giant had ever laid in that spot. Uh, there were little trees that weren't crushed. There were just it was just all normal stuff. At which point they started obsessing about the fact that they had not touched the giant to make sure he was real. And I can tell you that for the next year or two that we played, um, they they would every once in a while revisit that giant uh, idea. Like, what do you think that giant was about? You think that giant could be here? Now, I had them find a footprint once, and oh, it could have been that giant. So, yeah, use things to mess with your players' heads. You'll have fun. They'll eventually have fun. And it's an easy thing to do. And next time... In the GM's toolkit, we'll have something else you can do. Well, it's time for another random character, and this time we have a bad guy. This is Mr. Mendoza. Now, Mr. Mendoza was, a long time ago, a very, very high-ranking member of the Hispanic organized crime in whatever city you got him in. He still is very powerful, and he still is a very bad man, but he started going more legitimate, and he left running the actual organization to other people. So he's probably 10 or 15 years out of it now, but he still gets a big cut of the action. A lot of money rolls into him. He makes things happen for the gang. If they need someone to deal with City Hall. He's your man because now he's a legit businessman. He's got a lot of connections. He's got a lot of influence. Mr. Mendoza also comes up with ideas for them. He hears about something. He tells them, hey, you know, there's a train carrying gold coming into town or there's a whole bunch of new, very expensive sports cars going to come off the dock here any day now, go on a truck. You know, I know where that truck's going. It can be hijacked. So while he gives and takes and, and interacts with the gang, he is technically not part of it. He doesn't get his hands dirty. He just dispenses information. If somebody uses it to rob a bank or steal a bunch of cars or whatever, eh, there you go. And occasionally he will mention to one of his associates, you know, that man, he's, he's trouble, he's, he's annoying. You know, it'd be good if he was gone. And the next thing you know, the guy's at the bottom of the bay with lead shoes on. Mr. Mendoza is the mastermind behind a lot of stuff. Maybe not as big a mastermind as somebody like, like Lex Luthor or, you know, somebody like that. But he's behind it. He knows stuff. He also is responsible for a lot of people being dead. So your characters may connect him with the fact that... Their beloved Uncle Joe ended up with six bullets in him. Or that their cousin Tommy vanished and has not been found. Or that he was found and he's way out in the middle of the desert, you know, tied up and bound in his car and he's been there for like five years, so now he's all mummified. So Mr. Mendoza is a guy you might go after. He is also a guy you might ask a favor of. Mr. Mendoza is also a guy that you may want to rip off. Maybe he did something to you and screwed you over, and now 
it's all time for an Ocean 11 or Ocean 12, I can't remember which one, where you go in and you pull this great big heist and you leave him millions of dollars poorer and possibly in a bad situation with some of his associates. So that's Mr. Mendoza. That's your random character. If you use him in the game, let me know about it. And we'll be back next week with another random character. Well, folks, here we are at the end of another episode. I want to thank you so very much for listening. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, I can be reached on Facebook, where I'm Doc Cross, on WordPress at the Docaverse blog, on the Mastodon Dice Camp server as Doc Cross, via email at agentroscoe at gmail.com. If you are listening via Anchor, you can leave a voicemail, and you patrons can leave a message on my Patreon page, and they will send me a text or an email or something, and I'll know about it right away. If you'd like to support me via Patreon and hear these podcasts two months before they go up on Anchor, which, by the way, is changing its name to something else, but I'm not sure what it is, go to www.patreon.com forward slash dot cross, and you can sign up for as little as a buck a month. You may want to sign up for a little bit more, maybe three bucks a month, so you can get all of the PDFs and stuff I have put up and I'm going to put up. But whatever you do, whatever you pledge, fine by me. Now, if you want to only do a one-time donation, or maybe a once-in-a-while donation without actually signing up on Patreon, you can use my coffee page. That's K-O-F-I. And you'll find me there as DocCross4591. And I would really like to meet the other 4,590 Doc Crosses out there, if they exist. But wait. Let's say you have plenty of money and a business or a product to advertise, or you just want to sponsor me. Well, in that case, you can get in touch with me by any of the methods I just mentioned, and I will work out a deal with you. Our music was that unnamed, unverified, unknown bit of melody that uh, came off, I think, Google music i'm not sure but it's there it doesn't belong to me and it's a nice little tune this podcast and everything on it except that music is copyright 2023 by doc cross i'll see you all next week live long and prosper